Liesel, today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. I love Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. How can you not? They're pretty legit. It's a great business and it's even greater people. So local people running that business, doing great things, and and it's the home for enlightened style shades. Enlightened style shades. I just like saying that. And it does sound it sounds sounds kind of big time. It does. Sounds very big time. And look, they've got, they don't just do shades. Like almost all of your interior decorating needs, they're there. They can help you get them. I even have pillows. I have pillows on my couch from Budget Blinds. Hmm, I didn't know you had pillows. Yeah, That's throw pillows. Amazing. I know. And who doesn't love throw pillows? Everybody loves really. throw pillows. And supporting a local business that gives back to the community is always a win. Always a win. So when you're ready to make your home the best home it can be, go visit our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Tell them Liesl and Nick sent you. Hello and welcome back to the Summit Town Hall podcast. I'm your host, Nick Parker. And, well, she's back again. It's Liesl. Hello, Lee Summit. <laughs> Liesl Hayes, welcome back. I'm glad you're here another week. I know. I, I'm, I'm making it. I, like, I sort I, of, you're kind of growing on me. I appreciate your... I don't your hate you anymore, so that's layer. good. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Happy. Even though you did... Like, post a job opening the other day, I saw that. Oh, yeah, you it's know. pretty hurtful. Like, I always got to be prepared for the next co-host. I get that. I get that. You always have to be prepared. Well. I mean, what if what if, what if, if you did, like, my previous co-host and you went and got a real job? I mean, I'm not going to do that. Okay. You know that. You know that. Yeah. Speaking of real jobs, our guest Karen actually has one. So, I... I'm really excited about who we're having to chat with today because I have known Karen um, since I opened the Browning and Karen, I would say is the ambassador of kindness. Like that's how I would describe her. She had a very significant loss, her daughter, Alyssa, and she has started an organization called Alyssa's Wishes and they do incredible things in the community. They do amazing rock painting where they leave these rocks all over the city and sometimes out completely outside of our state. So they also recently opened a library, didn't you? I did open a yeah. library, yes, in the pandemic. Yeah. Wow. 2020. Wow. Well, welcome, Karen. Thank you. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. I'm excited to, to hear your story. I know we have been in the same circles a lot. I, I've seen you across a room. But we had never met, correct? Until today, and then uh, you know we learned more. Obviously, you just received a wonderful award from downtown East Main and Street. It's uh, this town has been um, a great gift to me, and um, uh, yes, that was a very big surprise and a lovely um, acknowledgement of all that we're able to do here because there is a lot of opportunity to do things for the community um, in downtown. How awesome is that, though, to kind of know that what you've been doing has had an impact? Uh, it's very soothing to me. It's like Liesl said, this all began because I lost my daughter, Alyssa, my youngest of two, um, in 2011 from an accidental prescription drug overdose. And the um, grief journey is one that constantly changes. And, um, you know, the first few months I spent on the couch and then I worked on trying to take down big pharmacy that didn't work out and um <laughs> but I was on a mission a mom mission you know um and then we were in the process of moving here from 
uh, Louisiana to uh, Missouri, and uh, a friend of mine had found a, a ladybug rock in Florida and sent me a picture, and it was the summer. It was around Alyssa's birthday, July, and um, I'm a gardener by trade, and um, in uh, the gardening world and organic land, you let ladybugs free to eat the bad bugs. So that's called integrated pest management. So we always did that in the summer. I'm an old school hippie, so my Girl Scouts learned to make compost and <laughs> um, let ladybugs free and, you know, do things like that. Um, so we always, you know, the ladybug was always associated with Alyssa. She, you know, wore that uh, Halloween ladybug costume when she was 18, you know, um, to go to a party. Like, it just was always our thing. So my friend Shaw found this rock, sent me the picture, and I was like, what is this? She's like, I don't know. She goes, but people down here in Florida, they paint these rocks, and they put them out in the world, and it's a thing. It made me think of you. So I have another daughter, Ashley. She and I got our heads together with Mr. Google and found the Kindness Rocks Project by the end of that day, which is based in um, Cape Cod. And then we were like, we've always been very crafty, so I was like, is this something we can do in honor of Lissa? And by the end of that day, we basically had created Alyssa's wishes, knowing that we would paint kindness rocks and try to uh, get them out into the world and give us the opportunity to get her story and change her legacy, you know, change her her, uh, her story, basically. I love your story. Um, you. I'm going to ask you sure. uh, maybe a hard question. I'm, so I'm good. If Alyssa could see all the things you were doing right now, which I think, I think she does, what do you think she would say to you? Um... Well, she would hate all the people that I talked to every day on the front lawn because she was not a people person in that regard. She had <laughs> nine awesome. friends at her. Okay. You know, her so sister she's a Ashley. More introverted. Well, her sister Ashley and I are the talkers, and she was always like the eye roll about that. Um, so that's that's truth. Um, but at the same time, she would love the Little Free Library. We were book people. Ashley has a degree in writing for the stage, and so we were always at the bookstore. We were the Harry Potter people. I read the first four out loud. Um, she was in fifth grade, I think, when they came out. And uh, we would wait at Barnes & Noble in costume at midnight for the new ones to come out. So these were <laughs> our people. I have her books. Her Junie B. Jones hardcover, as they came out, are still in our home library. Um, so I think that um, all the things that we do and the um, what they achieve, she would really appreciate. Again, yeah. As long as she didn't have to talk to the people on the front lawn, you know. <laughs> well, the good news is, is that you're the one who talks to people on the front lawn. So Every, that is really helpful. Yes. So help us understand a little bit more. So you started out with the kindness rocks, right? right. Yes. So tell us, you know, what that was like, how you got that movement going. Sure. Um, so, you know, for me personally, what it has become and what it became right away was a tangible place to put my grief. So I paint rocks every day. There's a, a snack tray set up next to my end of the couch that has paint and rocks on it. Paint pens always, never goes away. You know, I tilt it when the baby comes over. That's about all. Um, <laughs> so it's out all the time. And she's painting now too. So um, so that was the first gift it gave me was the, the whole idea of actually just, you know, so I paint rocks. I often paint or I say paint things I need to hear. So that's, you know, no day but today, you know, you got this, whatever encouraging thing I need to hear is usually um, often what I paint. I always paint the ladybugs as well. Um, and then when you hear back from people who have found them, the stories are profound. And then that's the bonus for me. So if you, you know, I always have rocks in my purse. There's rocks in my purse now. Um, so I leave them usually wherever I go. And then you get random stories back from people who have found them. And it's not Sometimes it's just a smiley face and it 
turn somebody's day around, or it could be, you know, you're going in for the mammography and you leave it outside and you get a you know, person who's fighting cancer who found a rock and you could tell the story. Now, over the years, because it's been s- just about six, I've gotten a lot of um, other, uh, com- well, I call them my compassionate friends, other parents, moms who have lost children, and those are really, those are really powerful. I love that the messages are just important to you as they are, you know, passing on. I think that's, I think that's important. Yes. That the therapy works both ways. Yes. Oh, for sure. How do people find you with The Rocks? Okay. Well, we originally started a, a Facebook page. So we went on social media because that's what we do. And um, we started there. Um, and then as it's grown, um, well, and because Ashley's 35, we're even on the TikTok. We're on the Instagram. We're on all the places you can find us on all the things. <laughs> you're even on the TikTok. That's we're, impressive. Right? Aren't we cool? Yes. Just you that, are we're, really cool if you're on the TikTok. <laughs> we are just that cool. Um, I don't know how to get there, but apparently we are. So <laughs> <laughs> That's an even better answer. Yes, it is. She'll appreciate that I, when she I, hears this. I don't know how we're on the TikTok, but, but we I are know on the TikTok. But I know that we are. We are on the TikTok. Because <laughs> I'm always like, could you share that on the TikTok? Liesl has not put this show on the on the TikTok on yet. The TikTok. I'm, I'm I waiting just, for her I to do that. I don't have, I just, ha- I'm an older millennial. I don't know. I don't get the TikTok, but uh, I think a lot of people you're, get you're, it. You're younger than me. I know, but I just, I don't, I'm scared to jump in. Yeah, I'm owning true. it. Yeah. Well, and I only have Instagram back on my phone. You might enjoy this little tidbit of information because once at a Tony Awards party in New York, um, one of Ashley's friends put it on my phone <laughs> without <laughs> asking me because he was surprised I didn't have it at the time. I was like, and he handled that mission for me. So needless to say, um, in, we're in all those places. And then as we grew, um, when Alyssa passed away, when Alyssa passed away, she had a bucket list. And on the list was um, she wanted to travel the world. So um, we thought that if we can get the rocks and her messages out into the world, we would be working her list because that's, you know, Ashley and I's now life's mission kind of. So um, we started having other people take the rocks around. And when I was first living here in Missouri, Ashley was still in New Jersey and my parents are still on Long Island. My sister's on Long Island. So we do, you know, I would travel a lot and all the airports we went through, we would always leave rocks and people would pick them up and, you know, move them along. So we started turning up in different places. Uh, faraway lands and at the time Ashley worked um, in New York City in Manhattan so she always had a basket in her office so even her co-workers would take them out on vacations and different things so um, probably about three years ago I'm not sure the time exactly my husband created a .org website which has the maps of where we've gone so you can go on the .org website and see all the, the maps of the countries that we've been to. So, like, there was one picked up in uh, KCI, uh, MCI, and taken to Iceland, and the people will post the picture from Iceland. And, a, you know, a um, Times Square rock went to India. You know, we just had a rock found in Florida um, that's going back to the U.K. So sometimes we can figure out how they got to where they turn up, and other times we cannot. So, Has you know... Oh, look at us. You go, Nick. Your turn. Oh, thanks. Your turn. Thanks. She, lets, she lets me ask questions on my own Every show. now and then. You know. Has your, has your reaction to this changed? I mean, it's like the loss of a, of, of a family member, of a child it, it is rough. And I know you talked about how your, you know, the grief journey changes, right? Every day. I mean, is, is, is your reaction to when you see how this spreads and how different people pick up, does that... Does that change? Um, well, I, um, I'm a fan of busy, 
So I, you know, staying busy, doing all the things I get to do kind of keeps my mind um, from wallowing. All right. Um, my family. So the answer is yes. And it's day to day. Like it was just her birthday in July. And we do um, we do ladybug days every year on her birthday. We try to do something more, which as time goes on, it's getting harder. But this year, um, because we we opened the library in 2020, that was what we did on that year. And um, it that itself is turned into something no one could have ever imagined, especially me. And we've we've got like 20,000 books in my garage right now. And we're allowing teachers to come in and shop and homeschool families can come and go through the nonfiction. So um, everyone always wants, a lot of people that come visit us want to get into the garage. So this year we opened the garage was what we did. So every the whole community can go in the garage and help themselves. Um, but yeah, so the month of July, often when, People assume I'm going to crumble or I should be crumbling. Mother's Day, her birthday, you know, those kinds of days. Um, my brain is busy enough to be okay. But then any given Tuesday, <laughs> someone could be out front of the library wanting to talk to me and tells me their story or something turns up on the Internet and, um, you know, I could crumble. So, But then there's also days like yesterday. We had a little toddler boy and his mom and a, a sibling in a stroller visit in a robot costume. And the mom said the only way he would go for the walk is if she let him wear the robot costume. <laughs> so I'm in my house and I look out front and I'm like, is that a robot walking down the block to the library? And I'm still holding on to that little nugget of joy because if the library wasn't out there, that wouldn't be my lead thought in my brain and my right. heart right. today. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That the boy... You know, like a five-year-old in a robot costume. I feel like that's that probably a pretty common thing to say where you said, you know, the days you think are going to be rough uh, often aren't right. as much. Because you stay busy, you're doing things, or you're, you're prepared. You know, you're prepared for it. Or, you know, it's also that opportunity because you everybody thinks that's going to be the rough day. You're, you get to tell the stories. Yeah. You know, you get to share. But it's those, you're right, it's those random Tuesdays where just something hits you. Um. I take care of my three-year-old uh, granddaughter, and she's, you know, she's three, and she's sassy, and she's in all my things. So I have a big, like, a jewelry box, and she was pulling things out of it one day, and most of it is, you know, fine because it's crap. And um, she opened a box, and it was actually a note to the tooth fairy from Alyssa that she must have wrote in school, like she must have came home without her tooth. That you know, sent me into a spin for like a day and a half. Oh, I'm sure. You know, because, yeah, I have things like that. You don't really know where they are as a parent. They kind of go away, and but then they're back, and I'm just like, that, you know what I mean? That was rough, you know. Those, yeah. little, those little things. Exactly. That, I, mean, I was watching a, um, a series the other day, and, I, and I, I can't remember which one it was, but the the mother of mm -hmm. the family, the family had, had died, and there was a scene where the girl was talking about, the daughter was talking about these things, and she had hit that point where she says, I can't remember what mom looked like. I only remember the pictures. And that struck a note with me. My father died when I was young. and That struck a note with me because I, I can remember that moment. But, but then it went on to talk about how all of a sudden you will remember because you'll find a piece of memorabilia or something weird and random that just, they all flood back. Yes, and, and that's really true. And, I, you know, there are um, – I was always the paparazzi, which has come in handy now. I mean, she's frozen in time, clearly. But um, 
So there's a lot of things. And sometimes it's easy to go through them and sometimes it's hard. Sometimes I want to go through them. Sometimes I don't. You know, I had the eight millimeter that went to the VHS that went to the little, <laughs> oh, actually the little baby digital things. Right. And my husband has them on DVDs. They're saved in the computer. They're on a hard drive. So they're everywhere. If I want to touch them, if I want to see them, um, since the granddaughter, my granddaughter has been born, it's interesting because she's uh, carries a lot of her. Um, so, so, um, yeah, the, it comes back. It comes back when you least expect it usually. You know? Yeah. I think too, one of the things that you've done is you've turned that pain into purpose though. And that's, that is one of the things that I think is so beautiful about your story. So, Let's talk a little bit about, you know, this started as a vision, but you know, with your family mm-hmm. to really cope with the grief that you were experiencing, but it's become so much more than that. So tell us a little bit more about how you engage the community in rock painting and, and all of the kindness that you spread. Okay. Um, well, really Lee Summit has given us that opportunity. So when we moved here in 2017, I had just started painting. We bought a house. Um, that came with, um, I don't know, eight tons of creek rocks. And um, as a gardener, I like mulch, so I cussed at them <laughs> when I was moving in. I was like, well, I'm too old, and there's too many for me to deal with that. I'm just going to have to, you know, make peace with it, which is funny because in the beginning, I would just literally take rocks out of the yard um, to paint. Um, but I I feel like I, the first person that I truly met downtown was Eddie at Fringe, um, we lived here like three weeks. We, my, it was my husband's birthday. We didn't really know anything about downtown. We Ubered to downtown because <laughs> it was my husband's birthday. And we stumbled into Fringe and got adopted by Eddie. And we were like, okay, we did well. And then we started. I'm the kind of person who always participated in her town. I was PTA president. I was Girl Scout leader. I was in civics in my when we were still on Long Island. Um, so I just always looked for opportunities to be to participate but what has happened now is that we have what we call kindness warriors so people will ask for rocks if they know they're going on vacation or if they're going somewhere special and like I've written in Italian for my friends to go to Italy and German you know I'll look it up and we've done that but here I feel like the fourth Friday art walk was the first thing that I was able to do and um you know I've become friends with Rachel and then I met Lisa and we did a event together at Ivy and Sparrow for um, Valentine's Day that year, mm-hmm. right before the pandemic. The chocolate crawl. The chocolate crawl. Um, and by doing those things, people found us. And then in 2018, we created a permanent kindness rocks garden in front of our house. So I had my husband drag a gigantic rock out of the creek, and we painted it like a ladybug. <laughs> and it sits on the corner of the driveway and the walkway at the front of my house. And people... Um, can bring rocks or just come and take rocks. So there's often just people out there sitting on the sidewalk, contemplating life, picking out a rock, looking for their message. Um, so that became a thing. And people um, we participated in Lee Summit Rocks. There's a rock group already mm-hmm. here. Every town pretty much has its own rock group. Um, but I became friends with those ladies that had started that group. We did a bunch of things here as well. And then in 2020, we created the library. That was the thing we decided to do on, on, on her birthday not thinking about the fact that the world was shut down and libraries were closed and everybody was home. So for the homeschoolers, like painting rocks and bringing them to the garden was art class. Right. And the library became the library 
and we were already a destination because of the kindness rocks. So um, it was a one-two punch of just, you know, hitting the ground running. Um, now we're in the process of becoming an official 501c3. Um, that paperwork is percolating. Fun. Too. Yeah, fun, fun, Nick's fun. Nixed on that paperwork <laughs> I, a I few times. I have recently done that paperwork. Yes. Yeah. I gave that one to Tech Help, Mr. Kirby. That's work. a great it's, idea. You know, tech Help for sure. I see emails come in. I go, there's an email for you. Um, please handle that. Um, so, um, you know, we, um, we were also given some great opportunities. Like we were asked by the Kindness Rocks Project woman, Mia Murphy, to be on the Today Show in 2018. That was kind of a big deal. Yeah. At the time. So, um, and you talk about divine intervention and timing. Um, Alyssa passed away the week of uh, Thanksgiving, November 26th. So the year that she passed away in 2011, it was the Friday night into the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend. We were on our way. We were already going to go home for Thanksgiving and her anniversary when Mega Murphy reached out to me and said, um, someone just reached out to me about doing the Today Show. You know, it might happen, it might not happen. What do you think? I said, well, I'm already coming into JFK, you know, <laughs> on Tuesday. If it's going to happen, you know, um, um, we'll do it. And that happened. So um, that gave us literally a global, a more of a global um, presence. You know, I'm a firm believer that, that telling stories is the only way to actually, you know, have immortality. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the yeah, only way to live forever for sure. is through our stories. How cool is that, though, for you? I mean, just to realize you've told Alyssa's story and continue to tell it one word at a time. Every day. I mean, to look around and just know that she's going to live forever. Yes. I'm, And, I mean, as a mom, there's a really – First off, I can't quit because, you know, I have Kirby and I have Ashley and now I, we have Alice. But at, so, I mean, I was, com- you know, I was compelled by anger in the beginning. You know, I was, you know, fueled. Um, and now it's really just um, I feel honored to be able to do what we get to do. Because, I mean, there's nothing better than when someone, well, that's not true. It, there, it is great when someone says, um, tell me about Alyssa at the, at the library. It's usually on at the library on the front lawn. Um, and I, you know, I, I always have to stop. And, you know, even though I've told the same story thousands of times now, I have to stop and I get to tell it again. And it's pretty cool. That's, you know, I, I agree with you. The story will live on. That's just, uh, it has to be an incredible feeling. It's soothing. It's, it's soothing. And every once in a while we get, we do get a lot of kudos and we get a lot of opportunities um, which are all lovely, but the fact remains I get to do all those things because of this one horrible fact, you know what I mean? So, like, I always have to balance that. Um, and, you know, as a mom, mom guilt is a real thing. So um, I try to let some of that go and just stay in, in you know, in the, um, the gifts that come well, with it. And I think that was my next question. I was curious, like, are there times, though, when that's a burden? Yes. Yeah. Because yes. now you're expected to tell the story. Well, um, yes. Um, and and it's it, we're busy. I mean, the summer has been extraordinary. I mean, to cross over, we sticker every book. In the pandemic, I wiped down every book. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. And the stickers come 750 in a pack, and that's how we've been able to basically keep tabs on how many books have traveled through my hands right. out the door. Um, the... Um, the ability to try to become a true charity 
and figure out a specific mission has been um, challenging. You know, I'm grateful to do it. I'm, you know, going to figure it out, but it, you know, I'm, you know, do I buy a wimpy diary book for every fifth grader in Lee Summit? I mean, I don't know what, you know what I mean? Like, where is that, where is that going to go? Um, I know that the universe will help me. Ashley will help me figure that out. Um, but yeah, there are days where there are people out front and I don't go to the front door. You know, I just, I just don't. I mean, most of the time, if, um, if the baby's with me, she's always like, there's people out on the, at the library, gaga. I, I'm going to assume that, that it is, burdens are lessened knowing that this is a family mission. I mean, you've all taken this on. Well, I mean, Ashley and um, Alice was born in the pandemic. So um, they, they spent a year in New Jersey, home alone. You know, she was on furlough from Broadway and he was, you know, on unemployment before they decided to sell their little Jersey house and come to Missouri. Um, so if, you know, on the list of good things that came out of the pandemic was, you know, Ashley moving to Missouri um, and bringing her family. Uh, so that's a great thing for me. So now that we are actually logistically together, it's even more so. It's not like I'm bothering her at work a thousand miles away, asking right. her to put me on the TikTok, you know. Oh, you know? absolutely. <laughs> because the TikTok is very, very confusing. Honey, ma mama's going to need you to put me on the TikTok. Yeah. Well, usually I'm like, could you take that person's story and put it, you know. I'm always, I've always got some sort of tech request. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so if people want to get involved mm -hmm. with, you know, painting rocks or volunteering for your organization um is there a place where they can find you you already said you were on facebook and the instagram and the tiktok and the tiktok right yes. and on the web as well so if, if people go to the website um you there's actually a, a like a guest book there as well that people could it sends an email to us if they find us that way because people find me all in us in all different ways and the um, website is uh alyssaswishes.org Thank you. Um, so that's one way uh, for people that are not doing the social media. Um, and realistically, just visiting, donating books. Paint, you know, I had a family out there this morning, um, has been there before, brought children that were visiting her to the library. So there was four kids. They were sitting on the sidewalk picking out the rocks. We just, did, we just painted rocks with um, the Lakewood Ladies Club at the Country Club. It's a new group of women um friend somebody i met out front on the lawn stephanie she's starting a group you know there in her neighborhood and she wanted me to come and tell my story and paint rocks with her friends and we had 40 ladies having lunch painting kindness rocks the other day so really it's a matter of just asking me <laughs> and i don't <laughs> say no very often um it's usually just scheduling is really it so um again if if people want to paint with their children and just come and bring those rocks to the garden, that's acceptable. If you want to come empty-handed and sit in the garden, that's lovely. I have a mom who also lost a child. She's out on the bench once a week, and she writes a little, me a little love note in the guest book that she was there because I'm not always there. Um, and then when we do the fourth Fridays, we usually do at least two out of the five in downtown Lee Summit. That's a free opportunity to just come and paint and... Um, all the books that we have have been donated, so there's always a toad out front. We're also seeking out teachers now, which is a new wrinkle, um, wonderful wrinkle. We've helped, in the last three weeks, I've had 15 teachers from 10 different school districts in my garage. Oh, and two librarians and two back-to-school events 
just making boxes of books. They can just come in and build their car if they need to. That's awesome. Teachers always need more books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're surprised. How are you? Um, we can edit this out. Are you doing this for Friday? Um, I'm sitting with uh, Jen from Project Happiness. Oh, nice. So you'll be you'll be at this coming fourth Friday. It's the last one, October yeah. or October. October, you just my brain wow. just wow. I mean, I wish it was October I too, know, but she's a fall lover. Yes, that is true. Uh, August fourth Friday is just a couple weeks away, so you'll mm-hmm. be there. I'll be there um, in the park with uh, Jen from Project Happiness. Awesome. People can come. They can help paint rocks. They well, can... they actually we won't be painting. We'll just oh, be support. So, okay. so that's probably untrue then. The way you just said it. <laughs> That happens. That happens. Yeah, <laughs> happens. we painted outside. Um, we painted inside and outside of Fringe at the last one when it was 112 or 162, whatever that was that night. The last Friday was so hot, so I was outside on the patio with the smokers and the kids painting, and then my husband and some other of our team were inside the brewery painting right. with adults. <laughs> Well, at least they've got a little more space now. Yeah, they expanded a little bit. Exactly. I love that you've included that as part of your story because I think. I think you're right. The folks over there at Fringe, most of their customers, they've just adopted. They're all, it's, it's mm-hmm. a little family. It is a very much a family. And I, it, it, that is literally our story. We had, we bought the house and we had no idea about downtown. None. Zero. And we were like, okay, let's Google, see where we're going to go out, take an Uber. And that's how it went. And that's great. And you got here the best downtown. We do. I know. We're like a mini Stars Hollow. You are a mini Stars Hollow. You know, until a few years ago, I wouldn't have understood what you were talking about. I know, but you've been forced. I'm just going to say, if you're friends with Liesl, and actually, uh, a funny story that you could edit later is that not only did my girls and I watch all of the Gilmore Girls, um, my husband, uh, when I got Kirby, my second husband, I got a nine-year-old boy, Jonathan, and um, he would come to us in the summer in Louisiana. He grew up in Wichita, and him and I watched all of the Gilmore Girls together. I, I gave love him. Love that. <laughs> I love that. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Jonathan is very well versed in Gilmore's uh, Uncle Ug- Ugly Betty. I gave him all uh, all the things he needed to know that he had not learned at that point. <laughs> I have seen some episodes. Everything I need to know in life, I learned on the Gilmore Girls. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna. Unpack that in a different episode. <laughs> That's a different conversation. And it's like, I think you might need some therapy. I'm going to bring a therapist. I always in. wanted yeah. to be Lauren are Graham. You gonna, are you going to pay for the therapist? Sure, why not? Okay, perfect. I have always wanted to be Lauren Graham. Yeah. <laughs> I am a little Rory Gilmore as well. Yeah. I yeah. I'm more Lauren Graham. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Karen, thanks so much for, well, for not only all you do with that, but for coming on and tell, telling your story. Well, I appreciate um, the opportunity. And again, you know, if telling her story is really now my mom mission, my mission, um, this is a, just another great way to do that. I love that. I love that mission. She lives forever. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. That'll wrap us this episode. Fuck everybody.